0: Okay, we're back here, episode 37. Uh, Marco, how are you today? Marco is great. How are you, Brian? I'm fine. Uh, this is uh, episode 37, like we mentioned. Uh, this is the Porter Tonecast. Uh, we are, if we sound a little scattered starting the show, um, we are continuing the theme of technical difficulties <laughs> as we tried to have um, an interview this morning with a undisclosed guest that... Uh, Everything went wrong on the back end in, in updating all the audio incoming calls and everything like that. So we are going forward with um, with another show and then we will reschedule the interview. So gear company guys are, are very busy and we don't want to waste their time trying to push buttons on our end, right?
1: Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Really excited for the interviews and stuff coming up. We've got a lot of fun people to talk to and, you know, some good insight, I think, into the, the pedal industry and other, you know, various avenues of the music industry. So
0: yeah, definitely. So we've had a, a pretty interesting couple of weeks here in the shop. And today's we're kind of touching on a little bit of our new guitar model as we've been kind of hinting that this uh Les Bois model is coming out. And also we had some some fun guests in the shop this last couple of weeks and just a lot of stuff going on. So um, we'll kind of fill you in with, about some of that. And also we'll go through continuing on the, the sort of the history of our business and kind of we left you with a, we called it a cliffhanger I don't think it really was a, mm-hmm. a you know people aren't waiting by their phones waiting for this episode to to load up probably but um, this is uh, continuing the story of Porter pickups and kind of the you know we got up to the point of hey I'd like to try to wind pickups and then we're going to talk about the first couple years of Porter and and some of the stuff that we went through in those first couple years and then going to kind of bring that up to current day as we kind of go through the history. So uh, we'll definitely get to that in a little bit as well. So we've got a, we do have a lot of stuff going on and we have some, some more things to share with the guitar, specifically some sound files and things like that. So uh, we got a fun show, uh, regardless of our technical difficulties, Mm -hmm. we do have a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, Marco, why don't you tell uh, everyone kind of where to find us, kind of the uh, the general spiel at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. um, the places to connect with uh, Porter for those who may be listening to this one the first time.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this, obviously you've stumbled onto our podcast page, whether it's on the uh, app store, the, you know, the podcast store or, or whatever, or Podbean. Um, also, if you're familiar with our pickups, then you've probably been to com, and there's a communities tab where it shows links to our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and you know youtube all the fun stuff where we put content for you guys
0: yeah definitely and we have a uh, uh, a lot more distribution stuff happening with uh, with the podcast as well um podbean is kind of our hosting site that uh, submits it to itunes and other places like that so um if you're finding us on some of those other places than itunes that's great we're glad that it's working and we're glad you're joining us um go ahead and uh, if you haven't listened to past episodes, kind of catch up with the show. There's a lot of good interviews. You can you can skip the non-interviews or just see what the topics are about and just kind of jump around. I think a lot of people enjoy, enjoy the interviews. Um, and last week we had um, Josh Williams in the shop and uh, I don't remember what episode he was in, but uh, we interviewed him uh, earlier on in the podcast and it was cool to kind of finally meet him. And he was in town and brought his guitar by and he was able to and try out our guitars, and try out his guitars, and so it was. It was kind of fun to uh, meet someone that's been on the show before, and mm-hmm. uh, we should have done some like live in the studio sort of mm-hmm. podcast. But
1: well, we're working on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's beyond our, our technical abilities. So we uh, we're okay with it, just us talking. But you know, start throwing in these these other curveballs, and uh, you know, we got we got some work to do. But yeah, but uh, I think we've got to figure it figured out. I think both of us are kind of one of those type of personalities where if we if it doesn't work, we it kind of eats at us until we until find we find a yeah. way to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> conquer the the podcast uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mountain or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it Clear is. Clear the podcast hurdle. <laughs> yes, the podcast hurdle. Which there's been a lot of hurdles. So by by this point, we're uh, we're just ready we do, to roll with yeah. whatever happens. We're doing so. pretty good, I think. And so. this morning, just I'm glad we already did this, but usually. Um, you know, the, the office studio is kind of halfway through the the shop here and it winds around a little bit. And uh, we usually lock the front door when we're doing recording because, you know, we don't want the mailman to come in or a random, you know, neighboring business owner. Hey, can I borrow this? Or do you guys have this? Or can you believe they raised my <laughs> rent? Or, you know, so we're trying to we need to get a little sign that says, hey, we're, Podcasting. Hey, we're recording a, a really important uh, audio <laughs> file or event. So, <laughs> but uh, we also had, so we had Josh Williams come in the shop last week. That was great to see them. You can um, check his stuff out, Josh Williams guitars. If you do a quick Google search, I'm sure you'll find them. Beautiful really, really cool guitars. And uh, it's fun to to meet people also. You know, we mentioned him being on the podcast, but we also build pickups for his guitars as well. So, it's fun to kind of just meet the builders that use the pickups. And he was able to kind of say, you know, give some feedback on the pickups and mm-hmm. kind of went back and forth. And that was really, really cool. And uh, it was very much like a, just a mutual, like first time we met him, but felt like a friend, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Cause we enjoy that. Sometimes we're in here just building pickups and, and uh, making noise and doing all this stuff. And we're kind of disconnected from the outside world yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's nice to, Nice to talk to people that uh, uh, that actually are using the product, and then you know obviously it's cool because he builds it, and then it goes to a player, and they they like the sound, so <laughs> they're happy with his build because of the build quality and the sound quality and all yeah. that stuff. So, and then Tuesday we had um, the guys from the band live um, in the town in in town, and they were they came by the shop, and so Ed the lead singer, and then uh, Zach Loy, who's one of their guitar players, he uh, was in town and. It's kind of cool because he he uses uh, paler guitars, and so we build the pickups for paler guitars. So that's how Zach and I connected, and and he wanted to come see the shop. And um, one of the things Marco and I talked about was like, you know, it's uh, it's cool to see artists come in, and these are artists and bands that you know really well, but they're just as excited to see what we're mm-hmm. making. You know how man how are pickups built, or you know what kind of woods do you have in in the guitar side? You know, and and it's less like. I don't know, less like intimidating meeting someone that's mm-hmm. uh, that you know like of higher as a, profile. Yeah, or exactly. Something. And but they're just as excited to see what we're doing, and so it's pretty cool, like kind of being able to again make those those connections with with different people. So that's been that's been quite a quite a fun thing. This this was a really a busy last couple of weeks. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know probably the biggest highlight really was getting the first two labois in our hands. Um, so if you're following us at at Porter Guitars on Instagram you can see the first two Lebois that have come out and um, why don't you talk a little bit about those guitars. Well those
1: guitars I was really excited to finally hold in my hands because I I'd, I'd held the necks in my hands I had held the bodies I built the pickups that go in them so I was ready to see just the final product of of you know all the everybody's hard work and those first two are really oh man the necks on them I, I can't I don't know what to like how to explain it, like what shape it is or what, but it's just really comfortable. I, I, I like what, what the guys have been, what the guys have been doing. I, I think it shows. And, um, the, the satin finish thing on the back of the neck, like, that's something that, that I really personally like. And I was worried about it feeling a little bulky, but they just kind of sit really well in your lap. And we already got some, you know, sound clips of the first two. So if you've been on the Instagram, you've, you've definitely heard some, some of the sound clips and you've seen some of the pictures. So it's, you know, it's our premier single cut design and we're, we're excited to unveil it. I mean, there's, there's only, you know, you just got to play it you just got to hear it.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And it's been, it's been really interesting. So we, we released LaCrosis uh, a little over a year ago and then we have the Les Bois that's coming out now. Um, and we've done this launch a lot differently. So we've kind of uh, really tried to let you in on the process in terms of here's some of the design parts, here's building necks, here's building bodies, and kind of just showing one, that we build them in the shop, and two, that um, it's a process, and we're letting <laughs> you into the process. We're not just launching with a bunch of complete guitars, and you didn't even see the journey. Yeah, it's like, where do these come from? There. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the fall, we um, a year ago, we moved into this shop, and it has a whole bay for guitars. We've talked about that before, but we've been building the guitar process out um, since the last fall and, and getting everything under our own control, getting the CNC, all the woodworking equipment, setting up a paint booth. And, and so literally we have released a new model and built our entire process in seven, eight, nine months or mm-hmm. something like that. So we've really done a lot and, and, because we're like just putting our heads down and grinding, it doesn't feel like we've done a lot, but we Mm -hmm. really have kind of put, uh, put the whole process in place. And so these two are actually serial numbers five and six. Um, so our serial numbers are, are, they're not off, but we're finishing different ones at different times. And the reason for that is a couple of these first ones are customer pre-orders. So we had a select group of friends and family that, um, Supported us kind of in the launch by mm-hmm. pre-ordering a guitar yeah. and helping us fund it and things like that, and so um, they're getting their guitars first because they uh, they put some money into mm-hmm. into us and into the process, and so um, serial numbers are going to be all over the place. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is that's just naturally how it works, and so we've got uh, about fifteen in paint right now. We've got another seven, eight, nine ish uh, in the works, and so if you're starting to Check out the Les Bois. Um, contact us for information about them uh, because we don't have a ton of stuff on the website. So for porterguitars.com because we're we're building out the website. We're we're getting the content, the new pictures and new videos, and kind of re-rehauling that whole side of the business as well. So we're basically kind of like uprooting the whole entire thing and we're almost finished. Yeah. We're, we're almost finished with the process. And so uh, it's it's uh it's definitely a long, a long journey. And so rather than wait and have this big reveal and all this stuff, we're, we're letting people see what's going on. And so if you're interested in a guitar, the best way to do that is contacting us um, through the website. You can use a pickup website to contact us. It'll get to the same place. But mm-hmm. we really enjoy just the conversation about the guitar and, and helping design something for you. And, and going over it, it's not boring for us to talk about why we build them and, and all that other stuff. And so we'll probably are about a month away or so from seeing more developments on the, the website side and videos and things like that. But we did have a photo and video shoot last week as well. So it's been a little crazy um, kind of fitting all that in. But uh, you mentioned some sound clips. I'd like to go ahead and uh, play a sound clip of, uh, I think this one is our smooth neck humbucker in mm-hmm. one of the Les Bois. So we'll go ahead and play that sound clip that we recorded last week. Okay, so that was the uh, Le Bois, uh, one of the first ones. I think that was the mango topped Le Bois that uh, that we built. So you can see that one again on our Instagram page at Porter Guitars. Uh, that's the smooth humbucker in the neck, mm-hmm. so running uh, kind of a clean sound. And we we were also messing with the um, the uh, AX8 from Fractal Audio for mm-hmm. for some of the the, the audio models. last week, and yeah. we were able to get some pretty good tones out of it. So that was kind of a different. Uh, Different thing for us to to try that for some recording and kind of go back and forth. And and so that was Ken, um, one of our uh, guitar builder slash pickup builder guys um playing there. So that was pretty cool to to kind of have him jump in and do some playing as well. So um let's shift a little bit to um pickup myths, continuing the pickup myths. Pickup myths, all right. And, And one thing just to interject, too, I would love to have like when we switch topics, I've been listening to some di- different podcasts. They have like this music, you know, this grand music switching topic music. Um, so we'll have to work on that. Yeah. But uh, we have to make sure we can just hit start and record and stop and that kind of stuff first. So I think the music will have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we could just play our intro song over and over again in mm-hmm. between just each Just in topic. reverse yeah. or something. Yeah, or in reverse. That's slow good down. <laughs> That's perfect, perfect. Yeah, so... Uh, Pickup myths. Um, we're going to continue with one of those. This is a, I wouldn't call it a myth. I would uh, say this is just something that we've landed on and and we haven't stayed with the method that some other people do. So it's maybe not as much, of, like I said, a, as a myth, but it's more of um, uh, just the way we do a certain part of the process. And mm-hmm. so what are we going to talk about today with the, with the pickup myth?
1: Well, we are going to talk about the wax potting and the usage of beeswax and I know some people use like a a mixture of beeswax and like paraffin wax and and there's people that swear that
0: if you wax the pickup that's gonna
1: kill your tone so I don't know we're just gonna talk a little bit about wax potting here yeah
0: definitely and and it's a huge topic because I mean you kind of dove into like potted unpotted, and and content of the wax and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so we'll just kind of touch a little bit on on the subject of of wax potting um typically you'll read you know like you mentioned like a a mixture of beeswax and paraffin and that's like the perfect tonal combination mm-hmm. and, and um there's different theories behind why part you know one part this and one part that and two parts this to two parts that um usually it's less beeswax than paraffin wax it's mm-hmm. one of the one of the suggested recipes uh, we used to do that and then I think we just tried some stuff. And, and honestly, it could have been something like we ran out of beeswax and we just had paraffin wax and we had to fill orders. And so we're like, let's just do paraffin wax and see what we think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we came to the clu- the conclusion that the way that we wax pot the pickups, um, it's not some secret special method or anything like that, But but having the two different waxes and getting proportions right and all that stuff, it didn't really make a difference in the sound. Mm-hmm. So again, it was kind of like last time we talked about maple spacers in a humbucker it was just one of those like we could continue to do it but it didn't really make or break what we were doing building mm-hmm. the pickups and so i i kind of felt like it was just unnecessary yeah at the end of the day yeah. and so we've switched to all paraffin wax probably for the last five six seven plus years at least every porter pickup has only been paraffin waxed mm-hmm. uh, and we do a quick soak maybe about a 10 minute soak in the wax we don't do vacuum potting we don't do any other methods it's just a dip in the wax for about 10 minutes and then we pull it out mm-hmm. and it's not an exact 10 minutes um it's really up to the builder at that point um when they're working yeah ideally you don't want to forget <laughs> that there's something in the wax and then you know the next day you're like oh yeah oh I the, you see the leads coming <laughs> out Yikes. of the block of exactly. wax oh man exactly so so we use just kind of an open uh, skillet sort of thing and and then we kind of uh, get the temperature within mm-hmm. a range that we're we're comfortable with and, and within a range that's not going to melt the plastic bobbins, which mm-hmm. we, we have that, done. Yeah. Yes, we've learned that. <laughs> Nothing worse than finishing a humbucker then having the bobbins like completely melted. Um, mm-hmm. I've done that a million times and, and now you've joined the club as well. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> so you learn to watch really closely how, yeah. you know. Exactly. So, so we check the temperature. We start the wax at the, at the beginning of the day, check the temperature, then we move on and and work on you know other pickups and in and out and all that kind of stuff, and then just refill the wax as needed. So I think the we'll probably save the potted and unpotted to to a different episode because that is a that is not really um, something you can cover really fast. Yeah. Uh, but the as far as the wax stuff, I mean, that's what we've kind of come to the conclusion that paraffin works just fine, and there's other respected pickup makers that just use paraffin as well, um, and so. It does a good job. Um, it protects the coils. It keeps some of the noise down. Oh, yeah. It does what it needs to do. Um, and then we do a, just barely briefly touching on that, that potted, unpotted. But the reason we do a quick soak in the wax is to not oversaturate the coil or because um, I do believe that if you get too much on it, it will change the It will the sound. impact the sound, yeah. So we do really, really quick wax. Even we've had, from time to time, we'll wax the humbuckers and we dry them upside down to keep the wax kind of, above the bobbins but from time to time we've had to repot customers pickups if they live somewhere where it maybe melts a little bit or yeah if you live in whatever. arizona or something yeah exactly so but that's partly because we just don't want to you know if you've opened up we were talking about this morning if you open up an import pickup and and it's just like caked in wax there's like it's entombed in like this case mm-hmm. of wax and so, <laughs> it has to affect the sound a little bit i would assume so <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and
1: it smells like crayola crayons it, yes. it's just kind of weird <laughs> the the wax this paraffin wax that we use is very it's like not super waxy wax in yeah. in a way it doesn't it's pretty
0: clean i would say yeah it's a clean, it clean wax yeah definitely so it, it's uh, we still clean it up and then we re, repolish and buff all the pickups and and that kind of stuff so certain pickups obviously take a little longer to clean up after doing that, but Mm -hmm. it, it, uh, it works really good for us. And so that's kind of our stance on that. We just use paraffin. If anyone's curious, um, that's just, that's just how we do it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of been a, you know, not a myth buster, like I said, but if it, if it doesn't make a difference either way, then we'll just choose which way we want to go and stay with it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been the philosophy for that too. So, um, that's pretty much, pretty much the gist of that specific myth. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for pickup myths or, Hey, I've heard this about pickups. Um, we're happy to, um, to bust that myth or maybe just, not. Just discuss maybe, it. You know, maybe just, you've heard something and we agree or maybe not, you know, it's just, just having that conversation um, with people as well. So you can leave a comment on our podcast page in the uh, Tone community, uh, on Facebook as well. So, um, Let's let's kind of shift, I guess, uh, Marco, shift to kind of our last topic of the day. We are
1: going into the early years of Porter again. Another look inside of just, you know, kind of how Brian got his start. And last time we were talking about how he was going into the guitar well, he had his strat that he was modding and, you know, he he was trying to get the best tone possible out of it and just, you know, things that he could do and um. Yeah. yeah, just thought to start whining pickups and it Yeah. seemed to work out for you.
0: <laughs> well, so yeah, last time we left right at that spot, yeah, where I was messing with a new Strat and and uh, modding the heck out of it and trying to build guitars. And, and so that was sort of the beginning of, of hey, I should make pickups. I mean, it literally was a, I should try this. You know, that's where a lot of, of good and bad things start. If You're like, hey, I should <laughs> try this you know, I should try jumping off a cliff into some water. Mm -hmm. Like what could go wrong, you know? And, and for me, it was like, I should try to make pickups and I'm going to save so much money by making my own pickups because, you know, these lace sensors, I think lace sensors was what I was into at the time. They were so much money from, (laughs) for what, for what I had in terms of, I don't remember where I was working, but you know, minimum wage and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I got to work like 40 hours to pay for like two pickups or mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Yeah. And so, so I was like, I'm going to make my own. And there wasn't a ton of stuff out there. I think I bought a, like a, um, eventually bought like a, a little different winder, but I was like, I'm going to try to do it as cheaply as I can, you know, which, which I'm a, a stubborn learner. I kind of have to, to do whatever I'm, I'm doing. And then I have to make a mistake and then I go and fix that mistake and kind of like it always takes me a little longer to get somewhere mm-hmm. uh, because that's just the way that, that I learn stuff. I can't read a book and, and you just know everything. Okay, I know how to make, make this. And so I got a um, a drill. So I got like a, you know, cheap Harbor Freight drill that had like a variable speed on mm-hmm. it. And I put it in a clamp on a workbench. And then I got one of those um, buffer pads for the drill. You know, you can use a buff your yeah. guitar out. <laughs> I ripped the foam off of that put some double side tape on there and tried to mount um, the bobbin on the bobbin on there. Yeah. And so, and before that, I think I bought some flat work and magnets and tried to build my own bobbin, which looked absolutely horrible. Oh man. You would be so embarrassed if you saw <laughs> that first bobbin, which is somewhere around in the shop, I think. It's floating um, around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kept the first set of pickups I wound and they look horrible, um, but I think they might still work. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we should put them in and see what they sound like. I'd be really embarrassed. I'm sure. But um, be the new model. Yeah the original craps mm-hmm. crap series from Porter you know it's like <laughs> it sounds worse than any pickup you've heard but it's the first one that we wound so it's you know it's worth something yeah right? it's vintage but, now yeah it's definitely vintage but uh yeah so i, I got that bobbin on there double side tape um, i was reading somewhere online it's like 8000 turns for a strap pickup I'm like 8000
1: turns <laughs>
0: i can't even count Holy to 8000 yeah and obviously i didn't have any way to count it yeah so i just kind of looked at pictures that online and okay, that looks like, you know, 90% full on the bobbin. And so I would try to, I was literally holding the drill with one hand, holding the pickup wire with the other hand. It was coming out of a little spool through a funnel and I kind of like doing this weird like sideways double winding sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> and um, I never got anywhere close to a full bobbin, probably for like weeks. It just kept it just snapping, kept snapping wire. you know, like trying to do the tension by hand. and And then the drill was one of those ones where, if you hold it down partway, it goes slower. But if you like go too far, it goes into like lightning speed. (laughs) And so it would break the wire and I just got so upset and kept doing that, kept doing that. And I think that lasted for a couple of weeks. I'm still sitting here after a couple of weeks, like I haven't made anything that works yet. (laughs) And I was getting really frustrated and I was like, I need to go and just buy a little coil winding machine or something, something that can count the turns. Cause then I think in between there, I tried to make something. I got a sewing machine motor and and uh, a, like a mechanical counter, so it actually like you know had a, had the, it right. the numbers that roll around and counted the turns. And I, I rigged something up to a foot switch and started winding. And then I had the same the same, same issues. Issue. I just had had trouble like getting the wire on there and and I think it was set up kind of not at a good angle, a comfortable angle, the wind pickups, and so I ended up buying a a small machine that digitally counted the turns and, um, still had to control it by hand. And so eventually I got more comfortable kind of doing the, you know, getting the tension by hand and winding by hand and doing all that stuff. And, um, then I started trying to, you know, make full sets. And so once I got the full sets going, it was like set up a little room in our, our small house. And, um, that was like the birth of Porter pickups is like, okay, I need, you know, I need to get a couple magnets, and you get some, you know, strap bobbins. I need to get, you know, humbucker coils, and and I basically like started calling all my guitar friends, say, hey, I'm gonna make these pickups. Do you want to try a set? And so I build them a set, send it to them, and they started really liking them. And so I, I kind of at that point was like making some patterns up that I thought would sound pretty cool. And I remember putting the first set in my Strat and thinking, man. Actually made something that like that you're doesn't happy sound with. <laughs> Well, yeah, it doesn't sound too bad, but then the tech side of me was like, okay, why does it sound like this? And I kept making other coils and kind of comparing and came up with some favorite sort of favorite patterns that um, people liked. And I tried a bunch of different wires and some people liked certain wires. And I really was fortunate, like I didn't have any like super tone nut friends. I mean, I guess they were tone nuts, but they they were, you know, really honest with um, the sound. And they were like, yeah, I like this, but maybe could it be this instead? Or, mm-hmm. you know, this is okay. Um, can you do something different? And so probably that handful of friends were, they were pretty excited that I was doing something guitar related. And so I can't remember early on, but I, a few people started buying, you know, sets from me here and there. And I was like, okay, this is, this is cool. Like, This is working. I'm, <laughs> I'm not finishing my own guitars to make these pickups for but I'm but I'm selling the pickups to other people on the side. And so um you know we had we had again the separate bedroom in our house kind of kind of like starting in the you know garage sort of yeah. sort of deal. Um but then we you know started making the pickups and um I can't remember how early on it was but uh, I had a, a couple different uh local music stores contact me and say hey we heard you're making pickups and we'd like to check them out. And uh, this was kind of like our first dealer and they they grabbed some pickups and and they started selling them. And so we were starting to sell to a music store now and meeting some players that were using them and and kind of building these relationships. And so it was just some of those early years and we're kind of like, I feel that way about the guitars right now too because it's like we're looking for people that uh, are going to give us a shot because we're doing something new and different and, Mm -hmm. and it's not what we... Have done, even though technically it's kind of what we've done in the past, but not for a long time. And, and so that was really the challenge for me is getting out, getting out there, and getting um, getting pickups in people's hands. I mean, it's still the challenge. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what size you are; you still have to find people to buy your stuff. Um, at the at the core of it, um, but really, it was it was a chase for tone for me. So it was like trying to figure out, okay, this sounds good, this sounds good. How can I? replicate that how can i continue to make that um and so at that point um we thought man we're gonna we got our first store pretty early on and so that was like a big like boost of encouragement you know and i think they bought like i can't remember how much they bought but it was like a lot it was a lot back in the day because it was like you're like really yeah, yeah It was <laughs> like you know it was more than like four sets or something like that you know and We're like, wow i can build four of these and like even at a discount, and you know, I can actually like. I think it was this for my my wife was probably a, a breakthrough too, because it's like, like oh, wait, okay. this is this is actually like going to pay a bill. Like, we can buy groceries now. <laughs> we can buy groceries, or I can pay a, you know part of rent or something. And and it was really like, you know, it was really cool. And so we uh, we thought, man, the stores are our ticket, you know. And and so I'll kind of finish with this next chapter of of sort of that like. Early boost of trying to make this into a more than, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. business, and um, we thought stores were the ticket. So we're like, we're going to set up a demo tour uh, of the Northwest and and go to Portland and you know up through Washington and things like that, and just just hit all the stores and we're going to blow them away with our our t- our tones and our sounds and we're going to have twenty dealers in the first three months of business mm-hmm. and we're just going to take off and go from there, and so. Um, you probably know without even me telling you, but it didn't work out that way um, <laughs> so we went to all these stores, and uh, i don't know how many we stopped at i would I would say it's close to twenty um we uh-huh. got one we got one yes from all those stores, and the rest of them were um i would say bad experiences looking back um some of them were like, man, this you know these don't sound good don't come back again wow and uh-huh. um. Don't you know, wasted my time, even though I set up, uh, like an appointment with them. So mm-hmm. you're wasting my time or their inconvenience by the appointment that I set with them. And, and, uh, it was tough because we like didn't have any money and we spent most of our money to like Just travel out there, yeah. travel and get out there and all these no's, all these no's. We got one yes from a place called Centaur Guitar in Portland hmm. and, uh, they're like, man, these are, you know, these are really cool. We'd love to do some more work with you. And so that was encouraging. Um I mean, unfortunately I was like kind of like kicked to the curb a lot of times just, and yeah. I'm not really a sales guy. And so I was just expecting because a couple of my buddies liked them that all of a sudden all these other people would like him mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't the case. And, and uh, so that was like a motivator to me. It's like, okay, so just because they say they don't like him doesn't mean they're bad. It's, it just means that it didn't work for them, or mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe it wasn't quite the sound that they wanted, um, and, and obviously it, it made me say, well, what can I improve? Yeah, is there things that I can mm-hmm. get better at? And um, it was pretty emotional because I was like all sorts of rejection. after out c- of your sales Yeah, it like it? a couple really good moments, and then all of a sudden a couple like, you know, these are dumb, and like... All this stuff, you know, it's like so we got to that point and I came back and it was just like, Man, this is this is rough. This is tough. <laughs> and I thought this was like just gonna explode and and you know, some businesses have that story where it's like, Yeah, I just made something and then all of a sudden I'm like busier than ever and I have, you know, a new house and cars and blah blah blah. And I knew I wasn't gonna get rich off of making pickups. Um I was pretty realistic, but I didn't wanna um you know, I didn't want to like have to worry about it. And we were, we had just had a baby or, or close to having a baby at that point. so like, kind of like bringing a kid into the world and trying to figure out your job and all that stuff was, was pretty crazy. So um, we'll pick up on the story there that I'm yeah. going to cut off there. That's um, so <laughs> we'll stop, we'll stop there. And then we'll talk about kind of the, the next phase after that, like period of rejection and kind of like how the guitars are intertwined with it, as well as, um, you know, the first few years of of additional breakthroughs and kind of getting off the ground from there um so we'll stop there but uh yeah like we mentioned at the beginning of the show we're going to try to work out uh, our technical issues and uh we appreciate you listening to the podcast um even when josh came in the shop uh last week he's like hey you going to do the podcast mm-hmm. well we've been doing it this year just not <laughs> uh, not as often as uh you know, it takes a lot to do a weekly show because mm-hmm. um, we're past probably our budgeted time limit already yeah. with our technical difficulties. So uh, it just takes a lot. And, uh, you know, we're trying to trying to make it all work with a balance of the rest of the, the stuff that the we've day-to-day. got. The yeah. day-to-day, yeah. definitely. So, <laughs> so we'll leave you guys with that. Again, thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back um, soon with some interviews, like Marco said. We'll continue with a, the pickup myths. And um, as always, if you have suggestions for the show... Uh, that would be great. We'd love to answer questions. Uh, if you want to call in with a uh, or text the the Porter pickups phone with uh, with a little voice memo or anything like yeah. that, we can put you put you on the show and actually kind of like make it a little more interactive. Things like that. So we've got a lot of cool things coming up, and uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking about that that uh, transition music between yeah. topics, mm-hmm. the so segments, we'll, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like we had the one show where your phone went off, you know, a yeah. couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. And it's like, we need some stuff like that. We need some like just shredding, shredding it's guitar, some, like yeah. in between. So we've got a lot of audio. Maybe we can like just splice some. Turn, of it yeah, in. we could turn some of our clips into that. So anyways, thanks again, guys. And we will catch you uh, next time for episode 38. All right. Thanks so much, guys.